0: So, what is a citrus tiger? I get that a lot. And in this episode, I'm going to give the history of these awesome-looking animals. Welcome to Carpet Glyphons, the supplementary podcast to Morelia Python Radio. The goal is to share with you all things Carpet Python. We hope that these bite-sized episodes will help with some of the misconceptions that are sometimes associated with these snakes and share with you everything you will need to know to be successful with these animals. Let's get started. Welcome to another installment of Carpet Cliff Notes. This is episode four, and we're talking about the history of the citrus tiger. So let me start by saying that citrus is not a morph. Tiger is the morph, and citrus refers to a line of tiger, similar to red tigers, Russian tigers, etc., so let's go back to the beginning. We've talked about what is the difference between a tiger and a stripe on previous episodes of NPR. You can hear Jason Balan talk about it on uh, this past episode we did with him in January of 2020. Basically, if, if the stripe traces back to the Balin line, it's a tiger. If not, it's a stripe. But genetically, it's the same thing. That being said, citrus tigers can be traced back to the Balan line of tigers, Jason bred tigers and Anthony Capanetto bought one from him, from AC Reptiles. If you remember back in the day, he had this amazing-looking tiger on his website, very nice yellows, awesome striping. Um, And at the time, I think him and Will Bird were doing some joint pairings, um, and Will wanted some of these, what were called HCQ tigers. HCQ was a line that was... Supposed to be coastal carpets that were called high-contrast Queensland coastals, a.k.a. HCQ, but that's for another episode. Anthony had an HCQ that he bred with that crazy tiger, so he produced some amazing-looking tigers, and he called them HCQ tigers. Will Bird picks them up and he was just—he uh, thought these were the greatest things. Um, so he had some of these HCQ tigers uh, from Anthony. And um, at the time, at the time back then, there was there was actually two carpet python forums. You hear people talk about Murray pythons, but there was another one, and it was called Carpet pythons. And Anthony Caponetto was running that one. Um, Anthony Caponetto at the time was a web designer, um, and he was real good with websites, which it's <laughs> why um his website was so good and a go-to for a lot of carpet python enthusiasts um back at this time so it was like between sometime between 06 and 09 um is uh when when this project was going in full force um <clears throat> uh and i believe he also um was involved in will Byrd's website as well um and I guess this is they were they were pretty cool pretty cool friends um anyway, back on track uh let's talk about the origins of the project so it started with will bird will bird is um is a carpet python breeder he's kind of on the under the radar um probably i would say maybe after twenty thirteen twenty fourteen he just kind of uh you don't see him much i guess when the forums kind of went away, he kinda he kind of does his thing, but he still breeds snakes, and uh, he's, he's, a, he's an awesome guy. Um, but it started with Will. Will picked up this carpet that he got from Brian Taylor, a.k.a. BT, from Reptile Radio, which actually was the inspiration for Moray Python Radio. Um, so Brian was a purist and mainly worked with the Van Vetter line of jungle carpets. He picked them up from a breeder. Uh, her name was Jane McPherson. Jane also sold BT an animal that she labeled as a reduced pattern jungle carpet. However, BT started posting up this snake on Morelia Python forums, and people told him that it was a coastal and not a jungle. Um, You know, at the time, jags were big bucks, and uh, besides people crossing diamonds in jungles, there wasn't a ton of people breeding for morphs and stuff, but... There were carpets that fell into the questionable category, and this is one of them. Um, also, at the time, there wasn't much understanding of the carpet complex like we see today. So it was yellow. It was a jungle. Um, so that's how it was sold. However, when posted up on the forums, it had a lot of characteristics that looked a lot like a coastal carpet. So... It's kind of one of these in-between animals. Um, Will saw that this was an opportunity to make HCQ tigers more yellow than the typical khaki or manila color that they are known for. So he bred this HCQ um, to that coastal and produced the first clutch of citrus tigers in 8 He called them citrus because they had this orange tone to them. Um, it was just a way of differentiating uh, one from the other. Uh, this was around the same time that I started getting heavy into carpets. Um, I went to his site, Will Bird's site, and I saw these citrus daggers, and I had to have them. So I bought a pair in uh for $1,500. Um, so this was the second clutch uh, that uh, Will did. Um, this is my original pair, and the female is the one that uh, I produced all my citrus tiger head albinos, uh, other morphs, and straight citrus tigers. Um, there are a few other people out there that pick some up, but uh, after I got the pair, I grabbed all the others that he had, which I believe was uh, 2.3. Um, they were not as striped, but amazing color. Um, some had stripes starting, but not 100%. Um, I was excited about this project uh, that <laughs> when Will went, I would, you know I, I, I just had to have as the best that I could of these tigers. Um, so will bred him again in, in um, 2010. I bought pretty much the entire clutch. He held back a few. I got the rest. Um, on a side note, <laughs> he lost some of his holdbacks, and he 's not in the project anymore. This is why it 's so important to hold back some for, for your future breeding stock. Um, it's it's kind of important because if you think that uh, you're going to have you know these are animals and things can happen, and uh, you got to be prepared uh, for that, and especially a project like that um, it was It was a funny side note at the time that Owen was also checking out the Citrus Tigers and we didn't know each other at the time, and um, will had a system. Uh, on his site, that when you bought an animal from him, he put a thank you and you know on the picture and put your customer's name. So Owen was trying to figure out who the hell this Eric Burke guy was, and uh, he was ready to to kill me. Um, but my back on track. My plan was to refine the striping from the original line and also breed these into other morph projects like albino. My thought was that because they had such high contrast that it would translate into an amazing striped albino like would blow your socks off. Besides keeping the line going, this was one of the main goals that I had with the project. So I've to date I've bred citrus tiger to citrus tiger. I've bred citrus tiger to Ted Thompson line of tigers. I've bred citrus tiger to albino. I bred Citrus Tiger to Super Caramel Jags, Zebra Jags. I bred Citrus Tiger to Caramels, and I also bred Citrus Tiger to Granite Jags. Now, a lot of those hets um, for the albino and the granite stuff are coming up to size, uh, so uh, we should see something out of that uh, sometime in the near future. Um, I've held back a lot, uh, <laughs> a lot of these um, I, I've sold a, a select, a select few to, uh, to, uh, close friends and stuff. Um, so, but the, the breakdown from what I've seen is that if you, if you produce tigers that are, are bright, but they seem to be more jungle look with deep black. And you also have this look where, um, the, which is what I consider what Will would call the citrus tigers that they have like this orange tone overall to the color um the sides have like this gray bluish type of hue to them in the saddles and it sort of like outlines the portholes that are a different color of uh, more of like a yellow type of color and it's, it's outlined in black um it's just that they're just really really nice it kind of reminded me of a tiger tick at the time which I, you know, I always loved the way they looked, but I didn't like the size. So to me, this 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 project was uh, giving me that same uh, look without the size. Um, but they're just spectacular looking snakes. I see uh, why Will thought that it was a morph type of thing because uh, in the clutches that I produced, you get some that look like this orange type of look, and other ones that don't. Um, but I just think it's like line breeding for jungles, uh, for yellow. You know, like if you're breeding for yellow in jungles, you're going to get yellow jungles. Some will be really yellow, some will be not as yellow. It's just like, uh, I guess it's like a polymorphic type of thing. Uh, other than me, there are a few people uh, that have animals from from me or Will, which uh, nobody that I know has them. Um, the project is gone, just straight citrus tigers. Will doesn't have them anymore because he sold out of all the babies and his adults have since passed. Um, My main female is now 11 years old and she is just as nice as when I got her. She is hands down probably my favorite snake in my collection. I have had uh, another female uh, that I produced in 2018 that looks exactly like her. So my hope is, is that she will be, um, you know, coming up so that, uh, I'll have two females in the wings. Um, This is the first shot, this season is the first shot for me uh, to produce the albino citrus tiger. Um, There's a few other, I think there's three other people. Uh, There's uh, Riley Jimison, and um, there's also, uh, well, actually, there's just three people that can do it. Me, Riley, and uh, Chris Salemi uh, are the, oh, and Owen, Owen McIntyre. He's also, I don't know if he's putting his together or not, uh, but... uh, but he has a shot at doing it. It's a fun project and that I'm super excited about and uh they're they're really beautiful snakes and hands down when I take them out um and show people uh they're just blown away a big chunky head um, and and the thing about them is they stay a pretty decent size. I mean my female that's eleven is maybe four foot um and she's she's chunky, you know so uh you know I don't know if that's the it might be the coastal, uh, you know, uh, influence or the HEQ influence, you know, um, the thing, the thing I guess that steers people away, uh, from the project, if they're going to work on tigers is they're looking for, um, you know, quote unquote, pure tigers. Um, there's the two animals that are questionable, um, in lineage. Uh, so, you, know, you got the HCQS which are somewhat questionable uh, on the purity, and then you have that uh, that one that was sold as a jungle, but uh, was referred to as a coastal. Now I put uh, a little blog up over on uh, um and uh, you can see uh, some of the pictures and uh, of what I'm talking about. But uh, it's an amazing project, and um, I don't know. Hopefully, I will have some to eventually sell in this upcoming 2020 breeding season. So if you know me, if you know EB Morelia, you know how much I love the citrus tigers.